This recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org. Inna alhamdulillahi nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nastaghfiruhu wa na'udhu billahi min shururi anfusina wa min sayyi'ati a'malina man yahdihillahu fala mudilla lahu wa man yudlil fala hadiya lahu wa ashhadu an la ilaha illallahu wahdahu la sharika lahu wa ashhadu anna muhammadan 'abduhu wa rasuluhu wa safiyyuhu min khalqihi wa khaliluhu asalahu allahu ila an-nasi kafatan bashiran wa nadhira faballagha ar-risalata wa adda al-amanata wa nasaha al-ummah وتركنا على المحجة البيضاء ليلها كنهارها لا يزيغ عنها إلا هالك فصلوات الله وسلامه عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه ومن اهتدى بهديه واستنى بسنته ودعا بدعوته إلى يوم الدين يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الناس تقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما أحبتي في الله وفي الإسلام أوسيكم ونفسي بتقوى الله والإحسان فإن الله مع الذين تقوا والذين هم محسنون My beloved brothers and sisters, I start by praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for indeed Allah is worthy and deserving of our constant praise and thanks and gratitude and I send blessings and salutations upon our beloved, beloved, beloved messenger Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ikhwani filah, we are living in very difficult times. Very far removed from the blessed time of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And the Prophet ﷺ predicted and prophesied that as time goes on, things will get more difficult and dire. Things will get more difficult and dire. And often, when you think about difficulty, dire situations and problems, what comes to your mind is things related to the dunya. Famines, droughts, wars, illnesses. But... Every time the Prophet ﷺ would speak about things becoming more difficult, it was related to the faith of the people. Because for us, there is nothing more important than our deen and our iman. Everything else is secondary. So how, uh, when the Prophet ﷺ would say things will become difficult, the believers will become strange, Islam will become a strange thing like it once was, it is all to do with iman, with your faith with your Islam, with your submission, with your deen. And when we look at times of ease and times of difficulty, you should try to the best of your ability to use that lens. When you are saying, how are the people doing? If the people are, if their bellies are full, and they have peace, and they have safety and security, but they are not praying, they are not giving charity, they are not learning their deen, they are not upon khair, as much as we would like to think so. And if we come across a people who are struggling, who are in famine, who are under siege, who are in a war, like our brothers and sisters, but we see that their iman, and their faith, and their trust in Allah, and the raya of tawheed, la ilaha illallah, is strong among them, they are upon khair. And this is a way to look 
to the world is extremely important. So when the Prophet ﷺ would say times will be difficult, yes, he did say that there will be difficult times as related to dunya, but his concern and our concern should be the deen. And regarding that, I want to share a few reflections. The Prophet ﷺ said, Indeed, the religion of Islam started as a strange thing. I want you to imagine a time where the Prophet ﷺ was the only Muslim in Mecca. And then slowly, our mother Khadija, and Sayyidina Ali, Abu Bakr and many companions started to join. But they were a small group of people among a city full of idol worshippers and disbelievers. They were looked at as strange. They were looked at as different. They were looked at as people that were in the wrong. And the majority was upon the right. The Prophet ﷺ said that Islam started as something strange. And it will become something strange again, like it once was. And this was the Prophet ﷺ predicting that there will be a time where the believers that are holding on to their religion, the sisters that are wearing their hijab, the brothers and sisters that are praying their salawat, those whose Islam is the, their priority, will be looked at as if there's something wrong with them. Something is wrong with you. And that is nothing new. It was done to the prophets and the righteous that came before us. So, first and foremost, the Prophet ﷺ gave glad tidings. Glad tidings to those strangers. Those that do not care what others say. And especially today, we are seeing it manifest in many forms. Sometimes it will manifest itself in campaigns against our sisters and their dress code. Sometimes it will manifest itself as campaigns against our beliefs regarding marriage and relationships. Sometimes it will manifest itself in our standing up for our brothers and sisters that are being killed by an evil government. And then we are looked at as that we are wrong, that we are strange. It is nothing new, my brothers and sisters. It is nothing new. Find comfort and solace in the promise of the Prophet Glad tidings to the strangers, to the ghuraba. So that's the first thing that you should understand. You are meant to be looked at this way because the prophets were looked at that way. Because shaitan is always working and is trying to misguide the people. Do not allow yourself to be slipping into that path. Stay strong. Stand firm. Be among the ghuraba. Be among the ghuraba. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam described these strangers in several descriptions. One time he said, Hum nuza'un min al-qaba'il. They are group, a group that came together from different nations and tribes. This shows you that the truth is not with one particular ethnicity or group or nation or tribe. Rather, people from different places will come together to stand up for the truth. The Prophet ﷺ, when he described the stranger, he said, they are those that they are qawmun, they are a people that are upon righteousness, a small group of people that are among righteousness in we're in the midst of a large group of people upon falsehood and evil. So when you find yourself being different than everyone else, 
When you find yourself upholding values that are being told, this is backwards, this is strange, this is wrong. Get with the times. Remember the statement of the Prophet ﷺ. Remember that this is what Abu Jahl and Abu Lahab and the evil people of Quraysh were saying to the believers. It was Fir'aun and his Mala were saying to the people of Musa ﷺ. Remember that those that are upon the haqq were always a minority. The description the Prophet ﷺ gave them is that they are in the midst of a large amount of people that are upon falsehood. So what do they do? The Prophet said in a hadith, they are upon righteousness when all are upon evil. They are upon salah when everyone else is upon shar and evil. Meaning what? You have to stay righteous. You have to stay righteous. And this is of course a challenge. Because as human beings, we are people that like to conform. You don't like to look different. You don't like to act different. It is odd to be, to be at work and you're the only one asking for a prayer room. It is odd to walk in a road where everyone's hair is showing and our sisters have to cover up. But you have to remember my brothers and sisters that this is your faith. And like I said in the beginning, there is nothing more important to you than your faith. It is not the paycheck that is important to you. It is not the safety and security that is important to you. You rather sacrifice that safety and that security and that peace for your faith. That's what it means to be a Muslim. That's what it means to sacrifice. If the people, the righteous predecessors that we look up to were sacrificing everything for Allah. When they left their homes in Mecca and went all the way to a foreign land in Abyssinia for Allah. When they had to leave Mecca and went to Medina for Allah, when they had to endure pain and torture for Allah, they could have conformed, but they didn't. They could have let go some of their values, but they stood strong. Allow me to give you an example of staying strong and having patience in the face when everyone is telling you to move one way. Bilal ibn Rabah anhu, when he was being dragged in the hot sand, for being a believer and saying, La ilaha illallah. He kept on repeating, Ahadun ahad. One, 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 one. There's only one worthy of worship. And he said something very profound. He said, it would bother them when I say that. Just like it bothers them today when we stand up for our values and our brothers and right. And you know, he said, subhanallah. He said, if I knew any more other statement that would hurt them more than what I was saying, I would have said it. He didn't mind being hurt because of what he stood up for. And this is the example that we have to remember and to follow, my brothers and sisters. So the description the Prophet gave them, that they are upon righteousness when all are upon evil. Another description that he gave us, they are those that rectify They are those that rectify when others corrupt. We are meant to be agents and people who spread goodness, not only on ourselves, but onto others. They are those that teach goodness and righteousness, call towards it, preach towards it. They are active in the community trying to rectify while others, many others are trying to corrupt. They stand up for justice when many others are standing up for injustice. This is what it means to be a Muslim in these times, in these difficult times, that we gain strength from it. 
And we remember, yes, the Prophet ﷺ told us, what was the point of all these narrations, my brothers, if not to give us a sense of comfort and understanding of the situation that we are in today. Among the descriptions the Prophet ﷺ gave them was that they are people of Islah, that the people of Salah, they are righteous within themselves and they rectify others. Now let's pause. How true is that as it relates to us individually? Are we as righteous as we should be? And how active are we in rectifying others? And this starts with you and your home. This starts with you and your home. The way this small group, the way these ghuraba and these strangers, they gain salvation and protection is by upholding Islam. That's what makes them special. They uphold Islam. And I want to share with you a hadith of the Prophet ﷺ, where he predicted that Islam will be untied like a knot. And imagine many knots that are tied together. And they will start being untied one by one. One by one. People are going backwards. Leaving off one aspect of the religion, then another aspect of the religion, then another aspect of the religion. The Prophet ﷺ said, each time one of them is unbound, they rush and hold on to the next one until that one. And he said, the first one will be al-hukum, ruling by Allah's law. And the last one will be the prayer. The last one will be the prayer. We see this with our own eyes, my brothers and sisters. We have, alhamdulillah, many lands that are filled with Muslims and that are ruled by people that hold Islam. But how effective is the rule when it comes to Allah's law? Interest is everywhere. Immorality is being imported. This is happening because the Prophet predicted this is Islam being untied. And it will keep going. The people, and I want you to remember this my brothers and sisters. Sometimes when we discuss the people that Allah put in charge over us, the rulers in Muslim lands, there is this idea that everything wrong with the ummah is just because of them. And I want you to remember that they are from us. They are from us. Now I'm not trying to say that everyone is like them and they're like everyone. But the shu'ub and the people, when Sayyidina Ali radiallahu was asked, why are your people not as uh, obedient and adherent and loyal to you as the time of Abu Bakr they were to him? And he said, because I am dealing with people like you, and he was dealing with people like me. Meaning, of course, the, uh, the people that are in power over us, part and parcel of changing that is changing the shu'ub, changing ourselves. Because Allah promised us, But there's a larger point I'm trying to make here, which is that the Prophet ﷺ said that the first thing that will change, the first knot that will untie of Islam will be ruling by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The moment that we, when we are not upholding hijab and Islamic education and the laws of Allah and the values that the Prophet taught us in the lands of the Muslims, that is being untied, then the people will go on and hold something else and then akhlaq. And, and righteousness and telling the truth and um, being honest all of this will be stopped being untied one by one one by one until the last one that is remaining which is, which is what? the salah and when you see that and this is when we are in a very difficult situation now let's ask ourselves if we want to be among the ghuraba if we want to be among the strangers 
if we want to be among those that are rectifying, we are meant to be upholding those knots that the Prophet mentioned. Meaning, starting from the salah and working backwards. Working backwards. If you want to get to a place where Islam and Islamic values and honesty and truth and tawheed and sunnah is being established, we need to start it ourselves. If you want to be among the ghuraba, you have to be righteous and you have to rectify others. You have to call to Islam and you're not able to call to Islam. And you're not able to call to righteousness if you do not know what righteousness is and if you do not know what Islam is. Hence why we have to educate ourselves, my brothers and sisters. Because the people that will be taken by the flood, the flood of doubts and the flood of desire, the people that will wash away will be those that have no strong knowledge of Islam. They don't know right from wrong. This is part of the problem that we have as an ummah. And if we want to be among those that will uphold Islam until the last end, when the Prophet ﷺ said there will be a time, the one that's holding on to his faith will be like the one that's holding on to a hot burning coal. How many of us can do that today? To be able to do that, you need to have an appreciation and understanding of what Islam is. You have to be able to look at the Quran for guidance. You have to be able to look at the Prophet's Sunnah and life and seerah for guidance. His statements for guidance. If you don't know any of this, how are you going to be among those that stand tall and firm for Islam? How? So knowledge, my brothers. Allow me to recap the points the Prophet ﷺ made. First of all, glad tidings for those that stay strong on their faith at a time when everyone is telling them no. Glad tidings to those that are standing up for people that everyone else says don't. Glad tidings to those that don't mind losing their jobs. That don't mind losing their livelihood if it means preserving their faith. Glad tidings for those that don't mind moving to another land if it means preserving their faith. Glad tidings to those that don't mind rather relish in the honor of standing up for Islam when it's being made more difficult and more difficult and more difficult. Glad tidings for those. The Prophet promised Jannah for those. But that comes with a responsibility. And that responsibility, my brothers and sisters, is to be righteous within yourself. Number one. Two, to rectify others. Three, to stand up for Islam above all. Four, to educate yourself about your religion. Educate yourself about Islam because you will not be able to stand strong if you do not know what right is from wrong. And many of us think that we do, but wallahi, if you don't spend time, if you don't spend time learning the deen, having a sense of curiosity, what did Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala say? What did the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam say? When you read the ahadith that predict the end times and how things will be, wallahi, it gives you a sense of comfort. This is what the Prophet was telling me about. This is the time to stay firm. Ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make some among those that stand firm and to, that those that are able to hold on to Islam no matter how difficult it is. Alhamdulillah, salatu wa salamu ala Rasulillah. I want to finish with a hadith where the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa mentioned that there will be a time where patience will be required, a lot of patience, a sabr will be required to be upon the truth and upon righteousness. To the point where the one that is holding on to their deen is like the one holding on to a live hot coal. And the Prophet ﷺ said, the one who acts righteous during those times, 
the one who acts righteous during those times will have the reward of 50 will have the reward of 50 the sahaba said um, 50 of them O Messenger of Allah meaning will that one person have the reward of 50 of them he said no rather 50 of you in other words my brothers and sisters as the challenges are great and the difficulties are many and we are living in difficult times I want you to remember these two things you standing up for your deen you being righteous and sometimes it comes in the form of a family where you're the only one in your family. Wallahi, just the other day, a sister came to me who started practicing Islam. She wasn't a Muslim before. And her family are putting her through the most difficult time. But she's holding on strong. And I asked her, with all the difficulties, they tried to take her hijab off. They tried to do all sorts of problems to her. I asked her, despite all of this, how do you fit in here? She said, I never felt stronger. I never felt stronger. Now, it could be that the challenge is your family. It could be that the challenge is your friends. It could be that the challenge is society. Whatever the challenge may be, remember the promise of the Prophet. Glad tidings for those strangers that stick with it. And remember the Prophet ﷺ said that the reward of those that do it because of the difficult nature of it will have the same reward. The same reward, not virtue. We will never be as virtuous as the companions. But the same reward as 50 of the companions. Allahu Akbar. This should give us comfort, strength, and hope. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to aid us in this. Sallu ala nabi kama amarakum Allahu ta'ala haythu qal. Inna allaha wa malaikatu yusalluna ala nabi. Ya ayyuhal ladhina amanu sallu alayhi wa sallimu taslima. Allahumma salli ala muhammad wa ala ali muhammad. Kama sallayta ala ibrahim wa ala ali ibrahim. Innaka hamidun majid. Barik Allahumma ala muhammad wa ala ali muhammad. Kama barakta ala ibrahim wa ala ali ibrahim. Innaka hamidun majid. Waradu Allahumma al-khulafai al-arba'a. Abi Bakr wa Umar wa Uthman wa Ali. Wa ansai li sahabati al-tabi'ina. Wa man tabi'ahum bi ihsani ila yawmiddin. Allahumma la tafarig jam'ana hadha. Illa bidhambin maghfur. Wa sa'yim mashkur. وعمل متقبل مبرور اللهم حبيب إلينا الإيمان وزينه في قلوبنا وكره إلينا الكفر والفسوق والعصيان وجعلنا من الراشدين اللهم عز الإسلام والمسلمين وأذل الكفرة والكافرين ودمر أعداءك أعداء الدين يا رب العالمين اللهم عليك بالظالمين اللهم عليك بالظالمين المحتلين اللهم عليك بهم فإنهم لا يعجزونك وآخر دعوانا أن الحمد لله رب العالمين وأقيم by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org.